All right, welcome back to the Max Effort Kitchen Podcast. We have a great food for thought episode for you today. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. All right, welcome to Max Effort Kitchen. I'm your host, Chef Matt, and I'm joined by my co-host, Sean Thornton. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, Matt? Non-fat? Whole cat? Non-fat? Did you say whole cat? Whole cat. cat. Okay, cool. I'm I'm good with that. Uh, Non-fat. You know, that that actually reminds me of something. I was was at the uh, store the other yesterday buying ice cream, and I'm notorious for buying, like, the creamer that's like sugar free and I don't know that I'm grabbing it or I'll buy like something that's dairy free. And it just like, it's one of those things that I think is like, just irks my wife to the fullest. Like she won't drink it. It's dairy free. Not going to drink it. It's sugar free. Not going to drink it. <laughs> and like, I'm always like, I didn't mean to grab it, but I was looking at ice cream and I was like, I should grab the dairy free just to, <laughs> just to throw it at her. Yeah. Um, but I didn't. <laughs> so, but yeah, dude, I, I like that. I like that. That's good. Um, I would do, uh, it would be good to do some like blind taste testing on ice cream. Yeah. Um, and have you guess if it's non-dairy or uh, low fat or something versus regular, just to see how good our palate is versus our, our actually mind of the seeing the label. I like that. You know, uh, I, I bought a, like one of those, you know, the fancy like chocolate bars that, um, you know, you got to pay like five bucks for in the grocery store and they always yeah. got like sea oh, salt yeah. or chili. So I bought one the oh, other day. Yeah. Tony's dude. Yeah. Yeah. I bought, so I bought one. It was like, I was on sale. I was at Sheridan and I think you tried it. Yeah. You tried it. I didn't know it was vegan oh, yeah. and dairy free and it's like dark, dark chocolate. And I'm like, okay, cool. I get back. We all try it. And I'm like. I still couldn't tell that it was dairy free. It was good. I don't know. Yeah, I, I like that chocolate. It's for dark chocolate. It's pretty creamy. Yeah. Um, I found it that to be pretty interesting, um, and I, I like that about it. Um, but yeah, it's it's not because it's not milk chocolate. It's dark chocolate, right? Right. And cocoa butter isn't actually butter. Yeah, I, that, um, that was an interesting little take because I, I didn't know that either. Yeah, and then I was like, duh, yeah. And then I thought <laughs> that too. And then um, to myself, but it was uh, it was a nice piece of chocolate. I like a like a dry, crisp, sturdy dark chocolate. Yeah, yeah. Um, that takes a sometimes if it, yeah, I don't know. But that was good. I, I've had that for at least their variations. You know, I, there was a point in my life where I started doing like, uh, it was right when I started doing a bunch of CrossFit, I, I went down the trend of doing paleo and paleo, the paleo diet is like, you oh, know, wow. made, like no sugar. And so for six weeks I went no sugar and I made it like a competition to find like 100, like, oh my, I think I found it or is high, the highest percentage I could be get on, on cacao. Cause you know, yeah. the, the more cacao, they don't, it doesn't have sugar. And I got, I think I got to a 97% and it was interesting. And I grew a yeah. very strong, fond liking to uh, straight cacao chocolate. Yeah. It's, it's weird. It's, it's dry. It almost has spice. It has a reaction 
in your tongue, like if you eat too much cinnamon. Yeah. You know, yeah. like, um, it has a lot of like, it can, it changes as it is in your mouth too, like for like that minute and it continues to linger and it linger. Does. It does. <laughs> <laughs> but I kind of like it. I think we did that. What? Like three years ago, on one of my birthday launches where we just got like real high. Oh yeah. Yeah. Chocolate. I remember that. And there was one that was 92 <clears throat> or yep. 94. Yeah. Yeah, that was a, that was a fun experiment. Um, I don't know. Have you ever done any any like like food trend diet type things before? No. no. <laughs> All right, we'll move on. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> uh, okay. So I just had something in my head I was going to ask you, but we'll we'll talk about uh, let's talk about ice cream because you threw something out. We were talking about Tillamook ice cream uh, the other day, mm-hmm. and. Mm. There's a lot of uh, people that I know or circles or whatever you want to call it that, that swear by Tillamook being the best ice cream. And you said something that um, I 110% agree with, which is Briars is the best ice cream out there that you can buy at the grocery store. Okay. Um, well, Briars is better than Tillamook. Oh, yeah. I, do you think there's a better one, though? I, I have it categorized Ooh. in a specific like type this. of ice cream. I like this. Uh, volume is one, the size of the canister, because it's going for a different. It's not the smaller pints. You're getting a lot more like boutique stuff, you know, or outside of the box. And I enjoy outside of the box for specific reasons. But yeah, yeah. I think I just... Yeah, I mean, Briars is better than Tillamook. Just look at their vanilla ice cream and look at the ingredients. And that's for one. It is simple. It is like four or five ingredients. Tillamook can't do that. I also think that they just have a better creaminess and they're just classic. Like a cookies and cream to me has much more creamy, delightful experience. It, yeah. It's just a better ice cream, man. Well, you know, there's something about it that has made it always um, stand out for me. And if there's one thing I don't like, it's when I get ice cream <clears throat> and I come home and, you know, maybe I'll throw it in the fri- or the freezer, uh, you know, because I'm going to eat it after dinner. Like I get it on the way home or something. But it's I hate ice cream that's hard to scoop. I don't like that. Yeah. Like it's Breyers like almost like and Briar, <laughs> it d- Dryers does not like you can just yeah. put your scoop in there and it's like every single time. It also makes it really easy to spoon eat it right out of the carton. Just saying. Oh, there you go. Yeah. <laughs> but there's um, – so there's something I used to – when I was younger, I had a, a – like one of my first real long-time girlfriends um, taught me this. With Breyers ice cream is you take like a, a normal-sized pint glass and you, you fill it with the ice cream. I would say 80% ice cream. And then you put about a half cup of milk in there and you just take a spoon and you just kind of stir it around and turn, until it turns into – pretty much a milkshake it's my favorite way to eat it um like i'll do mint chocolate chip with it and oh like the mint well first of all the mint chocolate chip on or dryers is the best hands down and uh but all the little like chips will kind of like eventually float to the bottom so that bottom like (laughs) quarter is just loaded with them and it's just it's just like one of those things like i love it it's the best way to eat it I don't know. Yeah, that's legit. I like that a lot too. Yeah, and I think that's one thing. I, yeah, uh, I would <laughs> mint chocolate chip from Briars is 
awesome. It's white too. I don't like that. They don't make it like fake green. It's good. Uh, yeah, that's, that's that's a good thing. Well, Sean, what'd you eat for dinner tonight, dude? Yeah, um, we made. I made fried rice with tofu, and we had corn on the cob. Which uh, solid. This is a little thing here, De La Soul. Okay. Uh, this is a De La Soul reference. Contestant number one, can you tell us the answers? Yes, I can tell you the answers. <laughs> this is what you do. You boil your corn, you put it in a bowl with melted butter. You toss that corn in the melted butter, and you serve the corn in that bowl, and you can continually mop up more butter when you pick up your corn, and it <laughs> makes it awesome. Those are the answers. You don't even need me, dude. <laughs> you, you, you just took over the show. That, that was awesome. That was so cool. Uh, I'm gonna, you're going to have to send me that because I want to I actually hear that. Uh, I don't think I've heard that before. <laughs> I do yeah, agree. It's, in, it's on their – they do the whole thing in the first album. They do contestant number one. Do you have the answers? And they always say some crazy shit. And it's like <laughs> – Well, nice. So corn on the cob, fried rice. And that sounds Fire like tofu. And that's that, it. That sounds yep. great. You know, I think tofu is a very underutilized thing, and it gets a bad rap. Um, personally, yeah. I like it, but I will always go the, to the meat route. Um, but there has been some really good experiences with deep fried uh, tofu. I've had some really mm-hmm. fantastic deep fried mm-hmm. tofu. So um, I am not against the tofu at all. What but, we do is um, firm. For for this application, yeah, it's firm, it's pressed for a bit with weight, like a plate over it, paper towels underneath or kitchen towel, yep, and then you put weight on top of it to get some of the water out. Okay, do that for about ten minutes. Cut it in how you want it. Toss it in cornstarch and for texture, um, a fine cornmeal, and then salt, and then you fry it in oil. Uh, you can do great. it just in a pan in a skillet. Um, it's great. It works really well. I like how you can just make sticks of it and like make sambal aioli. Yeah, <laughs> that that was my next question: is what are you what are you dipping it in? But that that makes sense. <laughs> That's fantastic. Opening a restaurant here, yeah, sambal aioli. <laughs> Everything has it. So we uh, we are very similar because I did uh, burgers and uh, elotes. So I know I did the corn on the nice. on the on the grill. You know, made the mixture nice. and. Dude, you just can't go wrong with it. Like, yeah, it's such a, a it's such a good good mix. And uh, um, unfortunately, I have not eaten it yet. My family is eating it right now, so I will eat. Oh yeah, you're so, just waiting. Yeah, yeah. I, I kind of like, like that. tearing into the cob and just oh, like dude. making a mess of it. That's why I like the in the bowl with more butter. And it was like it, we just had that happen today. Like Steffi did it. I was like, this is the greatest thing ever. You could like you grab your second piece and you're just tossing it. In. It's dripping as you get it close to you. Yep. So let me ask you this: Do you use the little like corn things that you stick no. the end? I did when I was younger. Yeah, for no. Reason, I, I know. Anymore. Dude, I would get, I would get like rep, not no, not reprimanded, but I would get yelled at if I didn't use those yeah. as a kid. It was my mom was so crazy. They're fun about to those use. Things. I like it. That makes you can sense. really like go to work on it, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like, like a, the typewriter. Bah, 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 you're bah, like bah, writing bah. a paper, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Man, good. I mean, why wouldn't we be barbecuing right now? It's great weather. It's 80 degrees, blue skies. Yeah. Perfect. Uh, it's it's going to be a cookout side whenever you can. Yeah. It's getting 
I don't know, but it's warmer than normal this weekend, mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's okay. But I'm a little concerned about plants and this summer being too hot. And work. Yep. Yeah, that uh, man. I thought about that on the way home today, where I was like, "Okay, we're getting to 90 degrees." We, you know, we had gotten an email from somebody being like, "Hey, what's it's going to be hot this weekend? So what are we going to do about this such thing?" and and it just kind of sparked a, a little red flag of like, oh, here we go with the heat already. And yeah, there's uh, and, and this is not directed towards that email, but a thought came in my head um, about like at at a certain point. Um, yes, it is too hot in the kitchen, um, mm-hmm. but there's also the other side of the stake, which is we work in the kitchen and we, we make it work. And I, there's, there's an inter, it's an interesting thought and I'm trying to word it carefully cause I don't want to like, you know, make anybody feel shitty. But at the same point, like I, I think that 90 degrees is not hot enough to say it's too hot. Just depends. I think yeah. on the individual, how hot it is outside versus the kitchen. Yeah. The relief that you can get. Yeah. What That's kind of kitchen you work in. That's a big one. We we in our with our job we compete with a six hundred degree oven. And that's oh yeah, the it's unique challenge. Yeah, <laughs> unique is a very nice word. Yeah. Uh, yeah. <laughs> it is so. All right, dude. Well, but next. I'm not seeing anything over ninety. So like, yeah, and, and it's gonna it's gonna it's come down moving quick. around. It's gonna come yeah. down quick. And it's cool in the morning, so yeah. I think there'll be good times to be had in the daytime. Sun's lower this time of year too, so the shade comes out. It's it's it'll be it'll be beautiful. Let me ask you a question. When you walk out your door, do you see the sun? Or are you like, do you hit with shade first? Uh, like in the mornings? I see the sun. Okay. I heard a fun little fact the other day, and I'm probably going to butcher it. But um, he said that if you walk outside <clears throat> and you let the sun hit your eyeballs mm-hmm. uh, and first thing in the morning, you know, going to work or whatever, don't wear sunglasses for the first hour because it, it raises your cortisol levels and that helps with, um, hormone production and, and all kinds of good things in your body throughout the day. Um, but I find myself putting on sunglasses pretty quick, but so I've been trying to do this where I walk out the door and I just like, I, I did it the other morning. I just like stood there and like was standing in the sunlight, like yeah. and Alana walks out. She goes, what are you doing? And I'm like, I'm letting the sunlight hit my eyeballs. And, uh, but I, I, I think I can't, I can't tell you I feel anything different, but it feels good. And, and that's an interesting thought, like letting the sun hit your eyeballs first thing in the morning. Don't put on sunglasses. Don't prepare for it. Just go out there and let it hit your eyeballs and see what happens and see how you feel. I don't know. Just a thought. Have you ever heard that before? I like to do it well. No, but I once saw somebody doing it, and they look real good doing it. So <laughs> I started doing it sometimes too. I was, I was like, like, "Damn, yeah, I want to be on their level." Yeah. But yeah, I like to do it when getting gas in the morning. Oh, nice! Like, okay, you while it's filling up, just just to zone out. That. Yeah, I like that. I, I like that. Anything? Yeah. Well, um, I found a website. Make it? Probably not. What's that? I said, did you make that? No Absolutely did not make something. that. <laughs> Jordan, you Jordan. No. Oh, dude. Oh, no, 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 no. I am <laughs> not bringing this debate 
quite yet. I like to just make up things that Jordan sucked. <laughs> <laughs> Make a shot. We're, we're, we're going to need to make an entire show off of this. We, <laughs> and, you know, obviously it'll be all in good fun. But, yes, we'll <laughs> yeah. save that for another show. Um, so, dude, I found this website today, and it kind of – I got some giggles out of it, and it was the greatest food debates of our generation. And the first <laughs> one is probably the dumbest one I've ever heard, but I want to get your take on it. It's – is a Pop-Tart a ravioli? <laughs> <laughs> I've never heard this. Right. Okay, so I think I know where they're coming from. Okay. Um, because, one, it has ends that are, like, pressed in. And it's not braided, but it looks kind of like that. It's stuffed. Yep. It's made out of wheat, but it's probably not durum. Mm-hmm. I don't... I mean, ravioli's tossing a sauce, and the sauce is the top, but no, I wouldn't call it ravioli. I would call it I would call it a pastry before I call it a ravioli. Yeah, I think is ravioli a pastry? No, ravioli is a pasta. Ravioli is a pasta. Um, yeah. First, first off, I'm going to just say this out loud: uh, Pop tarts are the biggest teases out there. I, I love them, but. God damn it. Put some more frosting on those things. I, uh, <laughs> okay. Nothing. So, Pop-Tart makes me think of cavities. So I <laughs> you know, uh, I grew up eating them cold. And so I, I kind of love mm. the Pop-Tart and I like to eat it cold. What's the one that's chocolate, chocolate? I think it's s'more, it's right? It's the chocolate s'more ones. Ends. Yeah. 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 Well, that and, one like real fucking hot, like burning <laughs> your mouth hot is pretty awesome. <laughs> Though that's also the thing they got they got that whole thing that like they will burn the shit out of your mouth and I love that oh dude right. so side side note yes. did you ever do toaster strudels <laughs> yeah. okay yes I did toaster strudels until a very pivotal moment where we found out about them as I think I was in my twenties early early twenties and I was living with two other guys. And we found out about them, and we're like, "Oh my god, these are gr- these are amazing!" So we bought like three boxes, maybe four, and we got really stoned, and we ate all of them in a very, very fast pace and motion, like mm. time. And I mm-hmm. haven't touched them since <laughs> because it oh, made wow. they, you just like made me feel terrible. <laughs> it made us. Uh, it made me feel terrible. I remember throwing up that night, and it was because I was drinking. But it, but still, you know that will. <laughs> So it wasn't the toaster strudel. It was my life choices, basically. But, yeah. Well, um, that's a lot to eat. They never give you enough cream. And you yeah. end up having to, like, try and suck it out, you know? You oh. suck that cream out, oh, you know? Oh, boy, that's what she said. I'm going to say that out loud. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mom. Um, so, so okay. Toast, or toaster strudels are fantastic. I think they're great. Um, I have not had one in a very long time just because of that. I haven't had one in 20-plus years. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Pop tarts are not ravioli, so we're going to move on from that one. Right, this, simple. I mean, I try to think it out, but it's yeah, there's not. just not much you know, to think who, about. Yeah, who wrote this? Yeah, I, we need to find out who this is. <laughs> um, okay, is deep dish pizza a casserole or a pizza? I mean, <laughs> again, not much of a debate here because this—it's a pizza to me. It's a hundred percent. It's not, it's got a pie crust. I yeah. mean, pizza pie. 
Yeah. It's got it's- savory ingredients of a pizza. It is a, a casserole doesn't it, – it's a bunch – it's a mesh of stuff in a thing. It never has a crunchy bottom. Yeah. It has a crumble on top sometimes, generally, but nothing underneath. Underneath is the soup. Yeah. No. No. See, here's the thing is that the reason why this came up is because – I mean, are you a John Stewart fan? Do you like John Stewart? I used to until I found out he was a Knicks fan. No, I hate him. <laughs> Dude, I, 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 um, <laughs> I envy your ability to uh, dislike people <laughs> based off of sports teams. I really would I like to I saw him cheering, that. and I was like, what? <laughs> no. <laughs> We're done, buddy. You're out on the list. Um, so he said it was basically a tomato soup and a bread bowl, which I could not disagree with more. Absolutely not. It's not a, a good it's deep dish. A good deep dish is is done with really nice sauce. It's done with good toppings, a lot of cheese, and then the dough is beautiful. Like it's a pizza. It's, mm-hmm. it's a pizza experience, and it's a type of pizza. There's just not really much to really debate on that one. It's a pizza in a pan, pan pizza, pan pizza with a and we've Chicago done style. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I disagree. Well, it's not anything to disagree with, but that's wrong. And <laughs> that's look at wrong. that. It says John Stewart call it tomato soup yeah. in a bread bowl. Yeah. He I, did he does he's fine. I I'm just joking. He's yeah, no. he's fine. He's no. John Stewart, I mean, I, I used to have a friend that like would like just adored him and bought his books and like watched him all the time mm. and, and I, I get it. You know, some people like that. Uh, I've, I've only watched his, I, I like the daily show. The daily show was cool. I, I, I found him funny. I do see him a yeah, lot on TikTok, and I see him bringing oh, yeah. up some very good controversial, politically charged, uh, yeah. Leaning messages. left, which, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's things. Yeah. He makes some, some good things, people. but all right. Moving on. Uh, sh- <laughs> keep politics out of this. Because mm-hmm. yeah, you will win that debate every time. Uh, should mm-hmm. chili have beans? I, I, I absolutely it should have beans. I don't know why this is a thing. Do you know why this is a thing? Well, okay. So there's Cincinnati chili. It has beans only if you request it. Okay. Um, there is the. The Texas, like, just, like, carne chili, where it's just, like, meat. Yep. And that uses, in some ways, I think chili is more of a cooking style and flavor and spicing. Yeah. Uh, the consistency of the bean is probably from its heritage. Uh, but I am open to interpretations on this one. I think so. I mean, I don't... It's hard for me to say that a dish should or shouldn't have something, especially something that is so regional, right? Yeah. Um, and I, I appreciate a regional dish because that, that just tells me that they're not only are they following, you know, like you said, a heritage, but they're using what's uh, available within their region. Most likely that's why it's regional um, or that's why it started out being regional, maybe. Uh, yeah. But yeah, I, I, I 100% think it should have beans. I make my chili with beans. I do like the carne chili, okay? I do. But you know what I, I end do. up doing? I is love I, that carne chili. I just dip bread in it. It turns into a dip for me, which is interesting. Yeah, I mean, bean adds hardiness, texture, flavor. Um, 
I guess, like, for me, is like whenever I make it, it has beans. Yeah. But I love Cincinnati chili. I make that once a year. Yeah. And I eat it with beans. Uh, I put kidney beans on top. But I, I'm open to interpretation. I will accept. I will. I am accepting of this idea. Okay. Um, so when do you make that uh, Cincinnati chili? Generally on the Super Bowl. Okay. Yeah. That's right. You didn't make it this year. Mm-hmm. I did. You didn't bring any to work. Oh no, I didn't. I went to. Uh, had I made it the weekend before on uh, the Pro Bowl. Oh, <laughs> we didn't watch it. I was going to say, whoa! I don't even know what happened. It just was that day, the Sunday before we ate it, because we went to the party. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, this oysters. Uh, oysters. Yes, oysters are great. Um. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> For, for very many reasons. I think, you know, um, I really like oysters. I didn't used to like oysters um, until I was in a – I told you about the competition I was in, and that, that made me a, a very big mm-hmm. fan of them. So, we uh, should go to uh, the uh, – uh, <laughs> we should go to um, the – it's called – I think it used to be called Tidalbor Foods, but now it's just Shuck Shack. And it's on 148 uh, with Level Beer Garden. Didn't uh, and it's just it's just a seafood place with oysters. Didn't you just go there? Yeah, yeah. But we should go there. And, you you know, know where I went and everything. It's fun. Uh, I oh, this was years ago, but I went to um, I think it's called the Flying Fish, but it's inside Povador, over off Sandy. Have you ever been there? Yeah. Now they yeah, and they moved that to. Uh, that's what's off of. Uh, Burnside now. Oh, so it's not no longer in there. No, but it's still like the market and a restaurant. Dude. And they have oysters. I'm telling yeah, you, like, I, I remember going there and I think I got 12 and like a glass of wine. And I was, I was coming home. What was I doing? I was coming home from a shift and I was like, Alana was busy with a kid. I think she was out of town. And like, so I was like, you know what? I don't have dinner. I'm going to stop here and eat this. And it was, it was amazing. They served them on ice. Yeah. They shucked them. They put a little, nice little yep. mignettes on them. A nice glass of wine as, as like, the sun was kind of going down. It was, man, I love oysters. I, I really do. You, mm-hmm. I, I really want to try oysters that you make because you, you do them a lot. So Yeah, all the time. I mean, now I won't. In the summer, it's cooked. If I get them, I cook them. Uh, the waters are warmer. They're more milky. It's best to shoot them, uh, basically, to do oyster shooters, like, cold yeah. water season. Yeah. December, January, February, March. Yeah, that's the best time. I like that. So I'm going to skip forward to a couple dif- or to a different one because these next two ones are kind of dumb. I don't even understand. Uh, is it a hoagie hero or sub? Like, what? it's a sandwich. <laughs> I don't even know what that means. <laughs> okay, this is one that I think Fuck that sandwich. you and I might actually disagree on. So I'm going to skip to this one. It's which chicken wing parts are better? Um, you made some really, really good chicken wings recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The way you made them was you kept the chicken wings together. You didn't break them apart and have the wing and the it's drum. It's a wing, yeah. Yeah. yeah drum and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I like them to be separate. And that's yeah. just the way that it's because of the way that I eat them. Um, now, so when I got yours, I actually, I don't know if you watched me, but I pulled them apart yeah. and I ate them separately. Yeah. And yeah. now, so t- tell me why, why do you cook it all together? Why don't you pull them apart and cook them separately? I like that it's like the same. 
It's like the consistency that I get in the cook. I like the way it looks on the plate too, connected. And what you did, mm-hmm. that I like that experience ah. more so than doing it before they're cooked. The way you rip it apart, you can hold it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I kind of, I kind of like that. So it's just like you're, you know, kind of like you're handling your meat. <clears throat> yeah, and I do really enjoy the symmetry and the cook. You know, okay. like like if you notice, those were like the same. Now I think you can get a bunch of party wings and they all chill on that size. Right, right. And actually party wings are probably a good price. I normally always get the wing. Uh-huh. Like that. But I've seen like where it's just like little drumlets and the wing side and that's pretty inexpensive. It was like two ninety nine a pound or something. Wow. That's great. I you know, I'm firmly, firmly against going to the grocery store and buying those pre cooked, pre sauced wings. I, I, th- yeah, I don't no. think anybody should do those. Um, no. Like, leave those things alone. <laughs> don't buy those anymore, well, please. Yeah. <laughs> All right, next one. Uh, this is, I don't understand this one, but well, I'm going to say it out loud. How do you make a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? This is not a debate. <laughs> like, okay, so, Sean, how do you make your peanut butter and jelly sandwiches? <laughs> you got a piece of bread, and if you're making it, Two slices of bread, yeah. peanut butter one side, jelly on the other. You stick it together. <laughs> okay, i i do I, I do that, but I also there's times um, I tell my wife to do it this way because if I have her do peanut butter on one side, jelly on one side, I'll never get enough because she likes it very dry. So I'm like, put peanut yeah. butter on both sides and then hit it with jelly on both sides and then put it together, and she it always comes out perfectly. But um, I like a lot of peanut butter. I like a lot of filling. I want to be able to kind of like yeah. squeeze it out, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't like it. It's dirty. I like to eat while driving. No dirt. Oh, okay. Okay. No drip. When, uh, so, oh, when Maddie was a baby, you know, for the first 18 months, I, I don't know if I've told you this, but I might have. I quit my job um, at the Marriott. I was a food and beverage manager um, at, a, at the Marriott downtown. And I quit my job to stay home to be a stay-at-home dad for a little bit. Now, when I did that, um, I started getting really creative with food. And one of the things that I would make Maddie and I as a kid, when she was really young and started eating solid foods is I would make her a fried peanut butter and jelly sandwich and we would split it. And I would like kind of rip little Mm -hmm. pieces off and give it to her. Um, but I, I think that that's not happening enough. I think, I mean, toasting the bread is, is not a must, but I, I really enjoy it. I love the peanut butter mm-hmm. when it gets a little bit, when it gets warm and a little runny. I know it's, I know, I, do too. I know it's a little messy, but you know me. I, I, I like, like that. Peanut butter Actually, it's diff- when I'm doing that, I'm eating in the house and I'm chilling, but I like hot peanut butter and hot jelly in the sandwich too. I like how that drips. I like taking like, like if I make waffles, I'll take waffles and I'll do peanut butter on one side and pop them all in the little squares and jelly and then make it out of peanut butter jelly sandwich. Okay. That's okay. Awesome That's awesome. Yeah, I like that. Um, I do the uh, the the rolls, the little tortilla rolls. That's a that's a big oh, one. Oh yeah. So like I'll that's do that. Le- that's awesome. I'll, yeah. I'll do that for my competitions. So like usually yeah. I'll wake up, you know, have my coffee, have some eggs, and then I go. You know, competition rules is you have to weigh in two hours before you compete. So I generally won't eat a lot because I want to make sure that I'm under the weight that I need to be at. And then what, I, what I'll do is I'll pack like four of those little tortilla rolls, and then after I weigh in, I eat a bunch of them. And, dude, they're, oh, they're so good. 
They're so freaking mm-hmm. good. Or like making saltine sandwiches. Like, I don't know. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. Okay. This next one, dude, we, we need a certain, we need Felix here for this one. But um, does pineapple belong on pizza? Oh, you, you passed the bacon one. Yeah. <laughs> bacon. Okay. Let's go back to bacon. How crispy should bacon be? I know that. I know that there's people who want it real crispy. And I know. I've hear people talk about ah crispy and <laughs> I like crispy bacon, but there's I also like, there's also people out I there like that, the floppy chill. Yeah. So Jackson is very very particular. He likes it yeah. to be a little floppy, but uh, but have a like yeah. a little bit of crisp on it. Now, I have found there is um, some cheap bacon out there. It's the center cut um, Hillshire bacon and it's it's center cut mm-hmm. and they say it's thick but it's not but mm-hmm. if you cook that um at 300 degrees in the oven for mm, roughly 11 12 minutes the fat does this thing where it actually becomes uh like almost caramelized and it's mm-hmm. you take a bite of it and it's like the best thing i've ever had in my life it's like you don't nice. notice the difference between the crisp or the meat and the fat and it's like it's so flavorful. And I mean, it kind of looks like what you see right there, but you can't, you can't like, you can't see through it or anything like that in it, but it's dude, it's so good. I love it that way. Oven bacon, cooking bacon in the oven is the way to go. You got like, it. You I have do to. that. I do that all the time. Like you can just like, you know that you have bacon, you're not making soup. You're like, ah, I'm just going to cook all of it. Yeah. You cook it all. And then you put it, what's chilled, you know, like what well, you don't eat. Cause you're going to have one, two slices you put just in the refrigerator and you just, in the next morning you can warm it up in a skill. It's still crispy. Wait a minute. Did you just say you're only going to have one or two slices? Yeah. In the morning, if uh, I bacon, I only have one slice. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, eat, I eat a minimum of six. <laughs> like, I'm just like, dude, I, I'm, I'm a, I love bacon. I love it so much. I do too. We did the, um, Bacon dipped in a uh, dark chocolate thing once. Oh, and Steffi does it still. She like she brought it to her work party. Solid. But it, that's when I might eat more than one slice at a time. Yeah. Have you ever done it where you uh you so you cook the bacon, you put it on your griddle, and then you pour the pancake batter over it? Oh yeah, I think that's such a good move. I'm like I'm, I'm always trying to like impress people with that, but they're like, yeah, I do yeah. this too. <laughs> I'm like, okay, never mind. Yeah, and then we I did this. I learned this at the old restaurant I worked at, where because they would do that there, mm-hmm. we would make like sandwiches out of that. But yeah. they made like a whipped bacon butter, so oh. that's oh. something that oh. I've been, I sometimes will do in that. <laughs> oh. Yeah, I think you know. It's interesting because you don't see a ton of people making compound butters. And I think that they're a very no, underutilized yeah. thing. Yeah. Like it's you, really good. Compound can, butters are awesome. I think so too. And you can make them and throw them in your freezer and you just have them. Like, yeah, that was one thing. The um, herbaceous ones are awesome. Oh, dude, they're bet They're the best. Like I, a bunch of herbs, mm-hmm. maybe a little bit of lemon zest and like mm-hmm. finish your steak with that. Finish a burger with that. Uh, oh, I know. put it on cornbread, put it on, I mean, put it on anything really, but like you just take it out, yeah. slice a little piece off, throw it on top. And you're like, eh, it's such an easy, maybe trip. that's the secret to a smash burger. Cause I feel like smash burgers. I've had like three in the last two weeks, which is weird, but interesting. I hadn't been having a long time. I feel like it's just, 
there's a lot of like oil and American cheese. I think I might like it better with like a herbed butter. Yeah. Maybe change it up a bit. Yeah. I think, I mean, like I said, I think it's underutilized. Yeah. This next one I've never heard of, dude. I, I, in what order do you remove your eggs from the carton? Is this a thing? Have you ever heard of it? No, I always <laughs> go from one side to the other. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I think, just, yeah, I don't ever. Which is weird is that I don't ever do anything different. No, I, I and there's like, no rhyme or reason why I'm. Why don't you take it from the middle yeah, randomly? Yeah, I don't know. And okay, so let me ask you. This is something that really pisses my wife off when I do it because I and I always do it. I crack the egg and I leave the shell in the carton. Oh yeah, I'll do that too. Yeah, where else are you gonna put it? You yeah, could, it's. You could send it to the sink and drip it. Right. And you got to clean up. Then you got to clean up. Then you got to do more cleanup. Yeah. No one wants to do that. All right. Yeah. So we're going to move past that one because I have no idea why that's a thing. Uh, okay. So here it is, the pineapple on the pizza. I mean, I 100% agree with it. I think that it's, it's a very um, integral flavor. I've gotten arguments about it. People have not liked me because of it. Um, you know. Felix and I have gone back and forth. What, like, where do, where do you stand with this? Well, I don't. First off, it says, does pineapple belong on pizza? Um, yeah, it can go on pizza. Okay. There's no, I think it's a little bit, it's arrogant in the world of pizza at this point to say it does or doesn't because anything pizza at this point ah that's uh, a very good point and no. pineapple you might not like it well that's too bad for you because it <laughs> tastes real fucking good well uh, let's let's explore this a little bit because um obviously you grew up in ohio so i'm only assuming that you've gone deep into the east coast and had pizza yeah they're very particular you asked for a, yeah, an New original pizza. don't think they want it but you know they they also like butchered clam chowder and made like a red sauce. Oh, shots like, fired. Come on. Like seriously, all it is agree. is a different interpretation. If you don't like it, you don't like it. What is it that you don't like about it? That's what I want to know. It's like acid elevates anything. Yeah. It's sweet. Yeah. You pair that with salty meat. That is a mouth experience. That's quite nice. There you go. Yeah, no, I think that there, it's like the beans with the chili. Like, people expect something to be traditional at all times. And I think that's where, um, as uh, food engineers, <laughs> that's a new one, uh, as food yeah. engineers, we, we need to explore all realms of food and seeing why things work and why things don't. We can't be held in that box. <laughs> that is correct. This is, pizza is all over the world. Yes. And it is. Yes. You know, in the East Coast, they would make this seafood pizza. In Ohio, it was huge. Oh, dude. I they would have, it. like... Love that. Lobster, fake crab, shrimp. Uh, I think that was always it. Why fake crab? It is weird, man. But it's totally fine. It can go on pizza. It's yeah. crust, yeah. tomato sauce, cheese. We've talked about this. It's just a vessel yeah. to put to add flavor, to make flavor. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I don't understand. The next like two ones are all about pizza. Obviously, I'm dipping ranch. I'm dipping pizza and ranch from specific pizza places only. Like, hmm. um, or maybe just pepperoni. Pepperoni and ranch, I'll, I'll do. But otherwise, I'm not much of a, a ranch dipper on any of the other ones. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I'm gonna 
refer to our other thoughts on this or the one is like it's people like it they should like it it's something to do uh there's sauces to dip in every cuisine um i think it's funny <laughs> that it's like at pizza cotta like in particular it's always just like it's the funny like white people joke <laughs> and then i was working with like at pearl and some non-white people asked for it, and we all like laughed, like, oh, <laughs> yeah, no, it's I, infecting everyone. They, they're getting the ranch. No, I mean, you know, it has it has a bunch of names: Gresham Gravy. It's it's just like you know, <laughs> Gresham Gravy. Have you ever heard that one? No. Oh yeah, Gresham Gravy. Oh, that's like, a good one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's. <laughs> That's definitely a thing. That's like when – well, that's before I even started working on Pizzicato. I heard that. but I uh, think that I never do it, but I do think pepperoni pizza tastes good dipped in ranch. Yeah. And there are specific ranches that are better than others. That's And th- that's all there is to it. Yeah. So – okay. This next one I'm kind of going to manipulate a little bit huh. because I just had uh, a conversation about this. Now – um, I was at the lunch table and I was like, hey, guys, um, do you ever cut your spaghetti? Like cut it up into little like mm-hmm. scissor it before you eat it. And they all looked at me like I was a five year old, which I understand. But we I just recently we made like a hunter's meat sauce. And when I or when we, we just get regular spaghetti, I love to chop it with scissors before put the sauce on there and then I eat it with a spoon. Now, do you do that with the Cincinnati chili? Or do you eat, do you just, uh, I think I remember you cutting the pasta at one point. No. No? Okay. I mean, they do that there, but I like long strands of pasta. Okay. Uh, Once again, the messy factor is kind of a fun part about that meal. Okay. I like it. I call it, Mm -hmm. (laughs) I call it my Matt's magical spaghetti because it's always the day after that it is absolutely fantastic and so what we did we made made it ate it and all that and then alana's like well i don't know if i'm gonna eat this so i was like i'm gonna take it for lunch the next day and i never ended up doing it so i we ended up eating leftovers that following day and what i did was i i cut all the pasta i put it all the pasta sauce in a pot to reheat it and then i dumped about uh, half a cup of white wine and a little bit of butter in there and reheated it that way let the wine evaporate completely Hit it with a ton of Parmesan and some garlic bread, and dude, it it's it's magical. It is absolutely magic. It's like the and I eat it with a spoon, like a big tasting spoon, and it's one of the best Hell things. Yeah. It is so good. And then I love that. somebody was like, "I don't think that's spaghetti anymore," and I'm like, eh, "It is. <laughs> it's just it's just the way I'm using and the way I'm eating it." So, well, that's the thing about the word spaghetti. Like, I think. Mm, I like this. I knew you because it, I've been trying to figure this one out because spaghetti is a type of noodle. Correct. Pasta, pardon me, not yep. noodle. Pasta. Okay. And so we call spaghetti in the U.S. pasta. That's spaghetti. It could be angel hair mm-hmm. or mm-hmm. speak thin or spaghetti, right? Mm-hmm. And then with tomato sauce, people might eat it with fettuccine. They might call it fettuccine then. I'm having fettuccine. Maybe that's what's going on here. So it's just a noodle that means a spaghetti. It's not the tomato sauce, right? Yeah. Yeah. It's spaghetti with tomato sauce. Yeah. It's linguine with tomato sauce. Right, right. Capellini with tomato sauce. 
Like, yeah, but when you hear I'm having spaghetti, what do you think? I mean, personally, I, I look for the little, the round, long, skinny noodle. Yeah. I mean, Not tomato sauce? I, no. Oh. No, I don't think I do. And I, but I'm, I'm a biased opinion because I, I, I like to be specific about things. Now, if you were to ask mm-hmm. my wife, she's from Philadelphia. Do you think she said her grandma says spaghetti? There's tomato sauce, there is uh, spaghetti, and there are meatballs, and then there are chopped up, uh, like, half sausage. And that's how they eat it, and they just call it, st- we're yeah. having spaghetti. And yeah. so that's how it's that's served. What, yeah. And they don't serve it with anything else. And if you, if you ask for it, you will get shunned. <laughs> but, um, and I found that out really quickly. So um, to me, I'll be like pasta and red sauce, or, you know, and then we pick our pasta, but like mm-hmm. I'm very I'm I'm very biased in that in that sense because mm-hmm. I grew up with it and I I grew up eating all kinds of it and then I became a, you know a person in this food world that um, had to learn terms and understand the difference between spaghetti and angel hair pasta or spaghetti and like a capellini noodle or something like that you know it's like yeah yeah anyways all right next one <laughs> uh, we got a couple more left here. Let's see. Okay, so I am not particular about this. What do you think about the end of a a loaf of bread, like the heel part? Uh, Yeah, so I will say an end piece. Um, I will, I think that's what I say. I don't say the butt. I don't say the knob. I don't say the heel. I say the end piece. Yeah, it's bread. It's part of the bread. Now, I am... I know people that will not eat it, will actually eat all the bread and will not eat that of the end piece and they'll throw it away. And it, yeah, no, (laughs) I can't watch it. I can't watch it happen. I love that end piece. Like when you like fresh loaf. Yeah. 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 (laughs) Uh, Okay. How, How do you pronounce caramel? Is it caramel or is it caramel? I say caramel. I say caramel too. Caramel is a different thing. Caramel, oh, really? Caramel is made with melted sugar. Caramel is when you put cream in it, and that is the big difference. And I think uh, a lot of people won't don't care about the difference. But um, I learned about that in school that like caramel is a sauce. Oh. It's caramel with cream in it. Caramel is melted sugar that is caramelized. Because you can make caramel by putting the sugar in a pan and just letting it melt really slowly. Wow. Have you ever done that before? And what's butterscotch? Oh, God. <laughs> I had a butterscotch? I don't know. Got to be honest. Is butterscotch... Let's find out. Butterscotch might be light brown sugar, maybe? I'm, Instead of dark? Yeah. I no, feel. it's sugar. It's sugar, cream, and vanilla. It has vanilla in it. Ah, that makes total sense. Cream and vanilla. So okay. the vanilla is what takes it. Interesting. I, I, I like caramel. I like caramel. Um, I like to do this thing with uh, sweetened condensed milk and make caramel with that. I think that that's one of my favorite things to put on ice cream. I always have sweetened condensed milk in my... Uh, in my cupboard at all times. Like I have two cans right now. Yeah. Um, I, who was it? 
Oh, Alana said she works with somebody that just drinks it straight. Oh my god! And I'm like, oh, like, what do you mean by drink it straight? She's like, yeah, I'll come, I'll go to the office, and she will like open a can, put it in a cup with ice, and drink it. And I'm like, whoa. (laughs) But she doesn't drink coffee, so I don't know. Maybe that's taking the place. I can't, I can't imagine that she's not going to have diabetes in like ten years. I don't know though. So that's disturbing. <laughs> it is, right? Um yeah. Okay, let's see. You wanna do the uh we're kinda at fifty minutes. Wanna do the oh, what are. was the big one? There there is there's there's the funny one and then <laughs> I where where do you put cheese on a burger? You just put it on the damn burger. I always melt it over top. Yeah. Is that's it? Fun. Did you want to do the? Yeah, just put it on the burger. In and out or Shake Shack? Yeah, that yeah, you... that's that's kind of the one I yeah. want to do. Um, okay, hot take. They're both garbage. <laughs> that's my hot take. They are both. Listen, I, I probably okay. Shake Shack has a good burger, but their service does not follow through. Um, every time you and I have eaten there, it's been cold. Like, come on. You eat in the restaurant, it's cold. You to get a takeout, it's cold. Like, come figure that out. In mm-hmm. and out, I will, uh, dude. I've never. Um, I don't wait in line. I don't wait in line for places, and so I will not go there. Uh, I have lo- you. You've never tried it? No, I've tried it. I went when yeah. I was twenty four. I was in California, and I had, I, I had it then, and it was a great. It was a great burger. Don't get me wrong. the The product is great. Mm-hmm. I don't like the hype around it. I don't think that we should be hyping something that, I mean, they have great marketing. Listen, I can't be mad about their marketing because they're doing a good job because people think it is like heaven sent or whatever you want to say. But yeah, I, I, th- I just I don't think that they do a good job displaying the food at purchase. Okay. And it just... There's just something about that that I think is pretty appealing. Um, however, I think it's overrated. Yeah. Because there's too long of a line. I just don't get it. It's like you could get hamburgers at food carts with no line that tastes better. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, why is there a line? Why is it going to take me 45 yeah. minutes to get through a line in and out? I think that's just... Like it's the same thing with Chick-fil-A. Now I've eaten at Chick-fil-A and I don't think that they're anything special, Um, but Mm -hmm. they have double lines that are stacked Mm -hmm. every day, all day. And I just Mm -hmm. don't get it. It's such a frustrating thing. Um, I assume they use MSG because there's something, a reason I'm going back. Oh yeah. I just, there's something in their seasoning. Um, I, I, I don't get that either. It's Chick-fil-A. The only, the one I, it's not the best place to eat, but they do like, they're smarter with their menu. They have fruit cup, like that have like strawberries, blueberries, apples. That's awesome. And oranges. Wow. wow. You know, like that's like, and they're, I think their salad's a little bit more creative. So I think there's like things there that I like that I wish other fast food restaurants did were yeah. a little bit more creative with, but yeah, it's Chick-fil-A. It's a chicken sandwich. Dude, this show is flying by because or flown by because it's you're right. It is we're at fifty minutes and <laughs> I don't even know. You what just to, yeah. Uh, obviously, this is hilarious. Did millennials ruin everything? 
I want to read why it says this because that, that straight up made me laugh. And I'm, you know, you and I are, we're not millennials. Um, I'm right. Like, we're on the I think that we are, I, I don't d- agree with their timeline here yeah. um, for my personal research, but I think that when you're so close, it's not like a hard line, right? Mm-hmm. But the closer you get to the idea in your age, the more you take on both. Yeah. And what I think is unique about like your and I's age is that when you're like that, you're kind of stuck in this place where you have no place to side with. Right. You know? Right. And so it's like, I'm not, I'm not a millennial, but I'm not Gen Z either. Right. You know, like I'm probably more Gen Z because I was the age in the nineties. You're more into like the, like you're just the experience that you're getting there from the music that came from the seventies. is like, kind of like, like questioning the world and selling out as whack and being grunge and neat, stuff like that. But, um, <laughs> yeah, way. dude. Yeah. No, I mean, I, I don't think, I don't like being put in a block in a box. Like I don't like a, no uh, one does, but if you yeah. were born, like my wife is a millennial, like yeah. hands so down, is mine. right in the I middle of it. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And like we grew up with no cell phones and then they were really, really big when we were like 20 by 2021. Okay. You know, so it's like, I think we experienced both ends of it, of that immediate change in technology and communication. So kind of stuck in the middle, man. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you there. Um, again, I don't know how, how one generation could kill food, but. I, I understand how each generation um, brings their own their own concepts of food, and I, I actually appreciate that because I like seeing different yeah. perspectives, and I like seeing uh, different ways that things are being done. And the one, if there's mm-hmm. one thing that I don't like to do is to say that something doesn't belong in in something because of a traditional way. Now I get it; yeah. there are traditional dishes, and I understand. Um, there's but, traditional size to cook it, but right. yeah. But everything should evolve at some manner. And if it's not good, it's not good. But, hey, we're, we're yeah. only smarter by, you know, we're only more educated by trying to evolve it. And that's, that's kind of where I stand with it. Yeah. I don't know. All right, dude. Well, uh, great. <laughs> good show. Um, I like that. Uh, yeah, I liked it too. That was fun. That, that didn't take much brain power, and I could, I could debate those all day with anybody. So Yeah. Um, it was funny. So you gonna pick a song? Yeah, I got a song. I'm trying to remember the first. It's two words. It's from uh, Hemlock and uh, the Hemlock album. Jargon? Oh no, no you're doing uh, the one young. What is it? Uh, Addicted to youth. Yes. Addicted youth. Yeah. I've Addicted been listening. Yeah. I've been listening to this song. I've yeah. shared it with a lot of people. Um, this song, yeah, people that I grew up with in my twenties, because it absolutely hits a very specific section of my life. And like the way he, um, the way he spits the rhyme and his timing and how honest and truth it is to uh, a particular window of life that I experienced, like I, I I would be, I, I can't, I can't not like it. I can't. Yeah, it's beautiful. Man. It's a beautiful I'm, song. Yeah, he he yeah, does I love it. that that whole album does does such a really good job of um, intertwining like three to four different genres of music on top of mm-hmm. these 
really intelligent lyrics and really good storytelling. The storytelling is yeah, really good. phenomenal in this, on this album. And I, like I said, I've shared it with a bunch of people that I know, like that I grew up with. I'm like, Hey, listen to this. Holy crap. And they're like, wow, this is, this is amazing. I've never even heard of this. And it's mm-hmm. just, it's really, it's a really beautiful song. And I stopped, so I stopped listening to it today. Um, and then I'm going to listen to it tomorrow. You know, I do this where I'll like stop because I, I get into this thing where I'll listen to a song or I'll listen to an album too much. And then it'll, I'll just forget about it because I've over listened to it. I like to break it up in gaps and be like, okay, I'm going to come back to it. And if it's still hitting where it was before we got, we got a winner. Kobe yeah. made it. Kobe. Oh. <laughs> that's Jackson. So the, anyway, that's, ahead. uh, Hemlock Ernst is Samuel Herring, and he is the lead singer of the indie pop band Future Islands, which I don't listen to. I did not know any of that. I don't listen to Future Islands, but like they got like he gets it's prevalently played. Yeah, I think it's kind of big. Yeah. So this little side thing he did and he's part of the rap community he's on that new album uh maps that i shared you that we're going to on tuesday yeah yeah yeah. um he's on he's listed as um samuel t herring on that one for facetime that song facetime which is awesome Oh, i love he does does the singing on that chorus okay i didn't know that yeah i would never have guessed i would never have guessed like i guess from what i just said by you know, he, he uh, mixes all the genres of music, like, to make this beautiful mm-hmm. sound. It makes sense. But that's, I think track one it sounds like a guitar, and it might be a guitar sample, but it ends with a creaking yeah. guitar pick. Yeah. And, like, the sound of, like, the chair moving, like you're getting off the chair when you're done mm-hmm. playing the guitar. Like, I was like, I was like, oh, my God, these two guys. Plus Kenny Siegel in production. It's like, they the album is perfectly connected everything about it it like hits like time marks and like it really does on like growth and then on human growth on on growing who you are and i i'm i find it i'm blown away by it yeah me That's too great. uh yeah i'm so glad you shared it and and like you the day you shared it uh we were heading out to sisters and it was kind of like a rainy day and i was like oh this is this is perfect for a rainy day then i listened to it on a really nice day. And I was like, Oh man, this is perfect for a really nice day. Yeah. <laughs> it's, oh, just, great. it's just a great album. That's all there is to yeah. it. So, uh, yeah, but that, that's what we will, uh, see our way out with. And, uh, with that said, man, have a great night. Uh, great show. Yeah, have a good night. Yeah. Good show. Thanks buddy. Adios. Yeah. I was addicted in my youth. I was addicted to you I was addicted too I was addicted in my youth I was addicted to you I was addicted too I was a fiend You know some people never make it out And some people never make it round Fell into the bottom, tried to make it out I barely made a sound I had to change my life so I could change my way Had to make a life so I could make a change Someone told me once that I was all to blame I still hand it to him, but I never changed 
I just left the party and them 50 bags A bottle of old crow and bargain rag To five or six years till I was walking steady But in the corners of my mind I still find confetti But that's the difference in the facts of life And what you asked tonight I got an answer that I didn't like I had a question, didn't ask it right And so I asked the night You know some people always sell us out And some people always let us down And I can never set it down And I'm unsettled now Don't let it take you out Cause if a part of me's a part of you And there's a part of me that's beautiful Does that make you beautiful too? I think you think it do I was a fiend I was addicted in my youth I was addicted to you Before I became a I was addicted to I was addicted in my youth I was addicted to